0: Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hey, Tribe Sisters. I'm super excited about today's podcast because one of the reasons I see women playing small and staying small in their life is because they feel confined by the limits of their comfort zone. So we're going to break that down today. And I feel like when they're faced with a choice, they're going to choose comfort. And comfort is almost easier in the short term But it's not always what is better. Let's be honest. Getting a divorce is uncomfortable as fuck. (laughs) But staying married to the wrong person who doesn't have your best interests at heart is also super uncomfortable. Some people fear leaving because their future is so unknown, and I think this keeps women seeking comfort in their past. They look backwards in their life, and they long for the comfort of what they know and where they've been because the future is so unknown and scary. I think this is why people stay together even when things are really bad. Our primal brain wants us to be comfortable and do what's easy and keep us safe. And usually that means stay the same. But your comfort zone is the enemy here because when it comes to living a big, amazing life, nothing amazing happens inside your comfort zone. Nothing. Nothing. Getting over divorce and creating a life you love is going to be a million uncomfortable steps to get you there. If you're willing to get uncomfortable, you can make your dreams come true. And I want you to sit with that truth right now and let it really sink in because I want you to see how bad for you that your comfort zone is. And I'm going to repeat this. Nothing amazing happens inside your comfort zone. No dreams are being created on the couch. Your primitive brain is always seeking comfort. It wants to feel secure. It wants to feel safe. It wants to keep you inside your house. It wants to prevent you from being uncomfortable. But in order to expand and grow yourself and reach new heights, You need to push through that discomfort. So what does that mean exactly? It means anything you want in life, whatever it is you want to accomplish, like finding a forever partner, having a meaningful, committed, and connected relationship, getting a new career or promotion, or going back to school when you're in your 50s, or losing weight. 30 pounds or 100 pounds, all these require your discomfort. Even buying a new car is uncomfortable because you're spending a bunch of money, right? Nothing easy or comfortable is going to make your life better. So let me go back over some of my examples. For a lot of women I work with in my coaching program, they want love again one day. And in order to find that they may need to go through several uncomfortable steps, just like I did to be with my amazing husband. Let's talk about some of these steps. Number one, you need to become a date-worthy person, right? You can't meet a guy if you're sitting in the river of misery. You need to get over your past and create a more confident version of you that is going to repel the wrong guys and magnetize the right ones. Number two, you may need to put up some dating profiles and start putting yourself out there. Let your friends know you're looking. Some of the best dates are blind dates by friends. Number three, you're going to need to have a plan. What are your morals and values that you want to stick to? What are your must-haves and red flags? And then you have to stick to those plans that you make for yourself. And then number four, you've got to go on a lot of dates. Maybe even speed dating, maybe even online dates with men that you've never met before. All of these things might be out of your comfort zone, but if you're willing to go on this hunt, you can find an amazing partner. I even skipped a few steps in there for the sake of time, but the reality is if you want a quality man, You need to become a quality woman, and you need to be willing to go on the hunt for him and never settle. You have to stand for what you want in a man, for what you want in a relationship, and how you desire to be treated. And never, ever settle. The difference I see when my clients settle or when they find Mr. Fucking Right is this. When they settle, they're making excuses for him and his red flags. They're passive about the relationship. They describe it as nice. They compromise on their own must-haves, and they make excuses for the things that he doesn't possess. These women might say, I was being too picky. Ladies, you can never, ever be too picky. I had three pages of criteria before I met my now husband. And he knocked it out of the park. So if you don't settle, you find Mr. Right. And these ladies describe him with a giggly smile and they're completely smitten. He treats her like a queen and matches her energy and excitement for her. So which do you want? The relationship that you work for and it's hard and it's uncomfortable to get there because you have to hold out. You have to be patient. But when you do, it feels amazing and connected and loving and deep. Or do you want to just take the next warm body and make it work, even though you feel insecure and fearful and you never know where you stand with him? I have a former client who's been learning to stand up for her truth and only choose men that treat her with the respect she always wanted. She has tossed a few, more than a few, men aside on her cert. She would describe some of these guys as, oh, he's really nice, but rough around the edges or unavailable, and she would just move on. After maybe a year of online dating, she's finally met someone that has made her completely smitten. And all she can ever say to me is, holy shit, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Falling in love, my friend, that is what the fuck. And that feeling makes her feel so afraid. But rather than running from him, she's speaking her truth 100%. And choosing to be vulnerable. She tells him exactly what she wants, how she wants it, and in a way she is expecting him to back away. She's kind of hesitant. She's waiting for that other shoe to fall a little bit, but she keeps leaning in and he doesn't back away. He keeps stepping up to the challenge and it's such a beautiful thing to see. But for her to get there There were a lot of dates and a lot of discomfort and a lot of feelings of rejection and wading through the fearful thoughts of, will it ever happen for me? I promise you, you can have it too, but you have to be willing to get uncomfortable and make a huge commitment to yourself to go there without settling. Settling is only easier for a minute and then it makes the rest of your life hard. So I ask you all to take big risks and get out of your comfort zone. Maybe you want a new career or up-level your title. I like to ask my clients, what do you feel your maximum contribution at work is? Are you there yet? Do you feel compensated for it? Are you willing to feel discomfort in order to make more money? and get a higher level title, and get the job of your dreams, it's not easy or comfortable to make a resume and submit your applications for new jobs. Your primitive brain is going to freak out in all the discomfort. It might even hold you back from applying for some jobs that feel a little bit too out of reach for you. Your primitive brain is going to set you back out of fear or rejection. It wants to avoid rejection at all costs. So in order to get past the limits that your primitive brain has set for you, you have to be willing to get super uncomfortable. Maybe even go on interviews for that amazing VP position that you know you can succeed in, but the idea of reaching for it scares you. You know who's going to get that job? Only the people who are willing to apply for it. And if you don't apply for it, you will 100% not get it. Be willing to push through the discomfort is the only way to uplevel your career and your life. Let's look at another example. What if you wanted to lose 100 pounds? There's a lot of discomfort in working out regularly. It hurts your muscles, it's work. You're gonna break out in a sweat while gasping for air, and it's not nearly as comfortable as sitting on the couch and eating Rocky Road. But only by choosing to do what is uncomfortable day after day is going to get the weight off. You will also have to choose healthy snacks. And it might not be as fun or delicious to eat grapes as it is the Rocky Road ice cream. But making that choice over and over is how you lose the weight. You all know how to do it. It's the commitment that you're struggling with. It's the breaking through the discomfort of doing it day after day. Like when you're feeling that feeling right around 3 o'clock in the afternoon and your blood sugar is crashing and you want that little pick-me-up and you're like, oh, those brownies look good. Feeling that discomfort of the crash and feeling a little bit hungry and choosing to feel that until you can have a proper dinner is the only way you're gonna stay on the path of losing weight. It is again, choosing discomfort. Choose to be a little hungry. Go make a big water, right? This is how it's done. The big wins in life, having the things you really, really want require a very big commitment to allowing discomfort. When I met my second husband, my now husband, I knew I had to be willing to always speak my mind. In my first marriage, I feel like I shoved my feelings aside and took one for the team, so to speak. Only what was really happening was I was not getting my own needs met. So I knew going into this relationship, I had to be responsible for getting my own needs met. So I was just taking a quick break from writing this podcast, and I walked into the kitchen while my husband was in the throes of cleaning and cooking dinner. He immediately asked me to do a few things to pitch in, and I looked at him, and I'm like, I'm in the middle of something. I can't do that. And I walked right back into my office. And I knew that if I stopped and took care of what he wanted, I would have lost my train of thought. And it would have taken me twice as long to get this podcast done. So rather than dropping everything to help him, I managed to make sure I was taking care of myself first. And of course, he didn't get mad about it. He just redirected his own energy and took care of what needed to be done. No big deal. That is what good men do they don't get mad, they don't get resentful. He knew I was working. He didn't make it mean anything else other than she's busy. So let's take a moment and think about that. If I was always making sure everybody else's needs were being met before mine, I bet I would feel like I was constantly making a sacrifice. I might even resent the very people I was sacrificing for. I meet so many women that do this every day. They are so stuck in their people-pleasing ways, and then they blame the people they love for taking so much out of them. They don't feel appreciated. They get resentful. But the real problem is not other people not appreciating them. The real problem is they're not having good boundaries and taking care of their own self first. We are all responsible for getting our own needs met and standing for what we want. And it feels uncomfortable saying no to someone. Sometimes it's just easier to take care of something for them than to say no. But ultimately, you're hurting yourself and you're not getting your own needs met. This is simply people-pleasing behavior and it never serves people to be pleasers. The uncomfortable thing ends up being the best thing for you, and that is to have strong boundaries and be willing to say no. So the last point I want to make today to wrap this up is getting what you want in life is going to be a series of uncomfortable steps. Working out day after day is uncomfortable. Your brain wants the short-term gratification of sitting on the couch and watching Netflix. Instead, you have to train yourself to overcome that pleasure seeking part of you and get the real reward, which is the end game, the weight loss, the love of your life, the amazing job. So, earlier, I talked about a romantic relationship and being vulnerable, sharing your truest self, and bearing your soul feels so uncomfortable. But it is the glue that connects two people. If you're not willing to go there, you're going to continue to be guarded and keeping yourself safe. Only when you're guarded and safe in a relationship, you're going to remain insecure and fearful because you're not leaning into the vulnerability in a way that deepens your connection so that you can have the loving, connected relationship that you really want. Waiting for the other shoe to fall will guarantee one thing. It will fall. That is it today, my friends. Thank you so much for being here. See you next time. Hey, Tribe Sister, go download my free guide, 7 Steps to Love Your Life Despite Divorce, Coronavirus, and Life's Other Disasters. You can just go to thrivingthroughdivorce.com forward slash guide and grab it there, or you can go to the show notes and click on the link. You will also receive my blog-worthy emails nearly daily. See you next time.